Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hi, I'm Rachel. And I'm Suzanne. And we are best friends and business partners who understand how our lives and our work are intertwined. And we talk about the challenges that are up for us because just like you, we're trying to get better all the time. Rachel, today we're talking about the article that I sent you last week, the one that really grabbed my attention with the headline that was promoting a study that Northwestern and Notre Dame had come out with. The title of the article that I sent you said, Most Successful Women Surround Themselves with Other Women. I I totally remember it, and I'm glad we're going to talk about it. But I also remember the graphic that was associated with it. Which was painful. Oh, yeah. 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 It's like a silhouette, you know, a group of women – uh, I've seen variations of this graphic everywhere. A group of women in silhouette, you know, black black shapes of women, and they're all in pantsuits, and they're all square, perfectly square people in pantsuits. Which feels to me like the post Me Too woman of choice. When power posture, yeah. yes, like in their power stances, with the one exception of the woman in the middle who didn't get the memo, who's like in a skirt looking over to the side in a ponytail. Maybe she's like their assistant. But anyway, right, but, but what? Yeah. OK. I was going to say that the other before the Me Too movement, the silhouette of the woman was a complete sex pot. Yes, it was like that pot, playboy right. bunny with the wasp voice and the big boobs. Uh-huh. Right. So maybe this is an improvement, but it was yeah, still, I, I found the whole thing troubling. But the good news was it was a fascinating study and we're going to talk about it today because apparently the data is showing that more than 75% of high-ranking women maintained a female-dominated inter- inner circle with strong ties, this is what the study said, to two or three women with whom they communicated frequently. That was interesting. And here was the contrast. Men with a larger network, regardless of gender makeup, were more likely to earn a high-ranking position. So this was the comparison. Women tended to keep this smaller inner circle of women that they trusted, and that's what, in theory, led them to become high ranking, while men who are also powerful had a wider variety of men, women, anyone as part of their network. That's an interesting finding. It's a finding that they they concluded that the reason 
is that women's inner circle, their small group of of female friends, are exchanging information about jobs and job cultures and the ways to succeed with one another, and that's what makes women successful, and that men who don't need that have large, broad networks, and that's what makes them successful. And I think you and I, I know, because this is what we're going to talk about, you and I might come to a different conclusion. This made us think first about what this means for us, because that's what we always do. But also, we couldn't help but wonder. I started to wonder, and I wondered, which led me to wonder. I had to wonder. I started to wonder. I couldn't help but wonder. I couldn't help but wonder. I couldn't help but wonder. What does this mean for all of us? What does this mean about our networks? Maybe we should be thinking about our networks in very different ways. You are going to walk away from this episode with a whole new understanding of what networking really means. And here's a spoiler alert. We have even created a new networking category. I'm going to give Rachel, I think this goes to you, it was a new branded term, I loved it the minute I heard it, that we are pretty sure is going to go viral and you can help us with that. Um, I'm just sitting here stunned that you gave me credit for anything. So thanks. Okay, Suzanne, let's start by talking about how we actually are with women, because I think that's the key to the question about why are women who surround themselves with a very small inner circle of women more successful? Um, And also, how are we with men? And then what can we learn about the ways that we're different between women and men? And then what does that tell us about how we should be shaping our networks? So I... I feel like I'm not always more myself with women just because they're women. It's not that. And and the study made it very clear that it's about that small inner circle, like two or three women. I do know this, that with my very few, like five close, close friends with whom I'm in contact a lot, um, I'm definitely my real self, total – all barriers down, I'm naked with them. I mean, not literally. I'm Sometimes. not naked with you. I'm never. No, you are. You. you have never been naked with me. No. You've never been naked with me. I mean, it would be weird if one of us were naked and not the other. But anyway, that's not the point. I'm just saying that's, I think, a key to something here is that the very few women we know that, well, we are really authentic with. Well, I can tell you for sure, that that's where I learned to be my most authentic self was surrounded by other girls. I mean, I've talked on this show often about camp, going to an all-girls camp in northern Wisconsin, being where I feel like I developed my self, my primary self. I return to it all the time. I mean, if you had to wake me up at two in the morning and ask me to define myself, the core features of who I am today at 50, I would go back to that person. I would go back to the attributes that were developed there. Any sense of my sense of humor, the things that I enjoy doing, the sort of things I've find playful the things I like to do, like writing, creativity, all of that was there, but also the way I engage with other women. Um, And it's also the reason I know that my authentic self was developed there is because 
it, the relationships I have from that moment in time snap back in place instantly. And I think that's a real tell. So the way I link that experience at camp, that kind of knowing who I am when I'm my authentic self, is that that is my networking habit. And it's not just because I'm an introvert. It really is about me wanting to repeat that effect again and again. So I'm always trying to seek those kinds of small group experiences. I've found in my later life as an adult that there's a lot of men. I have a lot of circles of of men from the entrepreneurship community and other places. So it's not just women. But I am looking for those kinds of experiences. Yeah. I mean, it's very up for me right now, too. I I have exactly that same experience of my – so – I can really date this to the election of Donald Trump where I – it wasn't the election. It was the Charles Murray bubble study that came out right after the election where you took this quick test and you discovered, oh, my God, God, I live in a tiny bubble, right? That was scary. And it really started to make me hyper aware of how I live in this small New York – bubble, Eastern, you know, highly educated. It was just like making me crazy that I didn't know what I didn't know. And I have really, and especially recently, become really kind of um, aggressive in seeking out broader communities that know a whole lot about stuff I know nothing about. Um, These tend to be men. I just got back from a weekend in San Francisco, which is a perfect example of a, of a, small group of very sophisticated men who were really sophisticated about stuff I know nothing about. In Interestingly, in that group and in all the groups that I'm now seeking to expand into, I unconsciously, until you said that about your camp experience and the I, – I have to find the one or two females – in the room, in the group, where I can take off my clothes with, so to speak. I can I can get real with them, which makes it safe for me to then feel I can expand and um, operate, you know, at my full wattage with men. And if I didn't do that safety check with women, I don't think I would feel the permission to exercise my full power and kind of stand to my full height with men. And that may be what the study is uncovering. Okay. Well, first of all, Dr. Suzanne needs to just chime in here and say, hello, Newton household. I mean, you're an identical twin. And so, of course... That was a long time ago. That, okay. <laughs> really? Weren't we just making twin jokes this weekend? No. you're. It, I mean, it, look, let's just contrast your, our experiences. And I think it's worth going here because on this show, often we ask our listeners to take this moment of check-in with themselves to ask where their human, personal, family stories check in with how they behave today. So you're a twin. And, and I, it, this pattern of needing to find safety in the intimacy of one other woman 
who or, or two or whatever that number is that to you represents that close intimacy uh, so that you can feel safe when you're child. Well, so that I can feel safe when I go out. Out, right. Yeah. So that when you go out is definitely your experience. And by the way, it was entirely new to me when I met you. I was like, wow, I've never had this kind of one-on-one intimacy in my life. No one ever asked me you're to welcome. You're welcome. twin like that. Where, whereas with me, I find my safety in tribes, right? Like, hello, camp, right? Like, I find my safety in the unit of a tribe of eight, of ten. Like, that feels safer to me. So... But doesn't the study corroborate what I'm saying? It's much. It's that the smaller group of really intimate that says two or three. Yes, intimate. Yes, right. Is what. So you're not going to be successful. But I am. <laughs> is that think right. that's what the study says? In fact, I'm going to read some of those footnotes. I think it does. So let's let's get to the strategy that we've developed here, almost unconsciously, because. It's not that we disagree with the data in the study. The data is the data. But let's talk about this strategy that you and I started to really play with when we went back into our own histories and asked ourselves. So, look, the bottom line is you and I both are successful. We do have interesting networks, and yet you and I do approach networking very differently, and yet we do have some pattern recognition. So let's actually talk about the strategy that emerged that you branded. Let's talk about it. When we come back. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction, and free shipping, and that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST, and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Okay, so what are we seeing here, Suzanne? The question is, what is it about the way we approach networking and that is underlying the data we see in the study that contributes to women's success? And I think we have that answer, and I will give it to you now in our branded term. It is all about network toggling, okay? And by toggling, what we mean is that from 100,000 feet, a network looks like a vast array of binary connections. But in fact, 
a successful network, apparently for women, but we believe this is true for all, a successful person creates a network that is slightly differentiated. There is a part of the network that is very small and very intimate in which you have a certain kind of very honest and revealing interactions. And then from there, you have a much broader network that you can expand without those criteria. I mean, frankly, I've often asked on my LinkedIn, you know, Sandy Carden contacted me the other day and said, oh, you know, so-and-so, I really need to get to him. I go, I have no No idea idea. who that is. Right. Right. And, but, but it's very important that I have those small that small circle, and I need both. And I toggle back and forth in order to get different things from both. And I don't think that that's just women who need that. Exactly. And so I think that what we're also saying about the toggling is that you have to actually have that safe place where you allow yourself to be yourself. All of us need that. And so if that's women, other women... In other words, if you're a woman and and that inner circle is other women, that's awesome. If you're a guy, I mean, look, Rachel, this is what I've observed with David, my husband, and other men that I know who are in YPO. Absolutely. Right? The intimacy is with other men in those settings because YPO happens to be largely male-dominated, not you know, entirely, but... And they are very dependent on those. Very dependent. So as long as you have that intimacy, that's great, but you should use that to then toggle outside to find and expand your network into other places where you can apply it. That's the key. Because you can make one of two mistakes, right, in this toggling back and forth. If you seek the intimacy and the closeness of and f- the safety of a small group and stay, stay there, it. yeah, right? That is both, that's suffocating and it actually is, it's undermining your potential. And on the other side, if you are all about just expanding and uh, amassing followers and numbers without working on the intimacy of that inner circle, it's going to end up being a very thin experience and you're not going to learn enough about yourself that helps you grow in the larger world. So I think where we're really coming down to a certain extent is we're taking gender out of it a bit because I I don't know. I mean, it's not really agree, disagree with the study. It's more about as long as you have. And again, I'm, I'm, I'm rewinding my own tape and saying, for me, it's not necessarily agree, disagree about gender. And it's also not necessarily agree, disagree about numbers. I'm saying I'm I'm agnostic about both of those things. What I really agree with is you have to have some safe space where you can be your authentic self and you have to have some depth to that. So it's not just one person constantly in your face, but then you have to toggle. Then you have to, to stretch. I was looking at you. Okay, so it's I do think it's interesting on where we find ourselves real time right now, Suzanne. Yeah, let's talk about that. Yeah. Because historically, we've always said that one of the things that makes this partnership work so well is that I tend to drive deep and you tend to drive across, wide. 
Okay, broad, wide. Which we've, by the way, said was... I'm skinny. Okay, stop it. Okay. We've said this was the key to our success, by the way. So we actually... In, this is the place where we've got to nail the study down because what they're saying is these networking approaches are are what leads to women being successful. So right. we've said the key to our partnership, the key to our success is that vector system. You right. drive down, I drive out, and that's how we manage and ourselves. And yet <laughs> it's starting to shift a little bit. And I am starting to drive broadly and to seek uh, new communities, as I said, where I don't know anybody or anything. And it's very exhilarating. And I am trying to drill down both inside myself from like a personal growth point of view. And I'm trying to go deeper into, for example, the community of, of women I mean, it was really funny last week. So I sent you, I forwarded to you because I was really proud of myself, this email showing you that I had accepted an invitation. Oh, my God. Not, shocking. Not only to spend time with a group of women, like a lot of women, but at like a meditation I breakfast. I was just like, <laughs> who sent this to me and what have you done with my shorty? Right. But I, I didn't even really think. I was just like. Yeah, I'll go because that's my new vector trying to drill down. My concern is for you that I'm just not sure you can get deep at this point in your life, Suzanne. I think you just need to just, you know, stick with the shallow end of the pool and it's cool. Hey, thanks. So as we wrap up, this is just what I I think we want to say to you is that I I think that it's really about you figuring out the toggle for yourself, wherever it is, and not getting too comfortable. You know, the toggle word is really an active one, like it's a verb. That's what that's why I thought it was smart. And when I came up with it, I was like, nailed it. (laughs) So you're back and forth, you're back and forth, you better look at it. If you're not moving back and forth, you're stuck on one side of that toggle. You're just not going to be successful. And with that, I'm going to break up with you because it really is true that this study really made me think that I'm just spending too much time with you. I need to talk. Okay, that's good because I'm actually seeking new communities. So whoop, whoop, it works. Check it out. 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 Okay, so let's check this out. Rach, you want to go first? I do. This came from this weekend that I spent in San Francisco. There was a woman there who happens to be an industrial engineer, but she's also a very accomplished cook, and she has come up with this thing. You have to go onto Instagram because it's only on Instagram. And Well, it's not true. It's only on Instagram, but that's your link. Go on Instagram and search for oomph cooking, O-O-M-P-H, oomph cooking. And in that link, in that, when you get onto Instagram, you'll see the link to her website. And what this is, these are um, cooking blends, which is a category that is very unfamiliar, not just to me. It's not, she, she herself isn't entirely sure whether she invented it or not. It used to, she used to call it culture aromatics and nobody knew what that was. Yes, it's yeah. right. So cooking blends are her particular dried it's a process of drying groups of vegetables and and um 
vegetables mainly and ingredients like garlic, mushrooms, tomato, or a French mirepoix, which is carrots, celery, and onions, and dry it all the way down to tiny little packets. So you get these little, it feels like little seed packets. And then you can introduce them. You just put them in like a teaspoon of oil or a teaspoon of butter is what she was doing it over the weekend. And you add it to uh, scrambled eggs. I was going to say omelets, right. Omelets, you put it in chicken, you can put it in salad dressings. I'm telling you it's like a – and it's low salt. So it's not like a very salty thing. It's not a spice. It's the the exact taste of if you had chopped up onions, chopped up garlic, chopped up celery, chopped up carrots. And she's got a million different – um, mixtures and it is amazing to travel amazing. with some place where you don't have a lot of fresh produce. It's amazing. Yeah, that's like if I go on the show Survivor, it's like I'd take that with exactly. me. Exactly, exactly. That's what I'm thinking about. Okay, that's awesome. Um, I feel like I need to do a quick like um, revisit of a prior check this out, which I I just want to remind people of, which is that over the winter break. Um, my son Josh and daughter-in-law Alexa rented a car and showed up with an Audi that they had rented from Silver Car. It was sweet. It was like this brand new flashy. So let's not forget about the Silver Car app, people. But that's how I check it out. So dad and Claire, his wife, recommended my new favorite show on Netflix, which is called Seven Days Out. It's so you brilliant. You told me about this. It's so freaking brilliant. And by the way, the I want to now like nominate new things for it because it can apply to anything. So it starts seven days out from uh, any number of events. It's reality. So it's seven days out from the opening of um, 11 West Madison's restaurant. Seven days out of the Westminster <sighs> dog show. Seven so days out from the brilliant. Chanel Couture Shore. Seven days out from a NASA launch. And then it goes seven, six, five, four, three, and it's behind the scenes. It's so addictive. That's so brilliant. And you can That's think of so like brilliant. seven days out from like so many things I'd want to watch. And by the way, you're always sure like it's never going to happen. Like the whatever the thing is that it's about to, to, to happen is there's no way. Well, not to be morbid, but sh- you could do it seven days out from death. Like... <laughs> God, Rachel. From somebody you Whose know is going to die. going to pull. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh my God. Y- y- yeah. You could. Like, they're going to yeah. pull the plug. Or seven days before a birth that's scheduled. I'm trying Whoa. to now flip this. Well, Mickey Agarwal would definitely do that She's on her so Instagram would. Feed. Yeah. We need to tell her about it. Uh-huh. So that's a good one. Okay. Check this out. We'll be back to the big payoff next week. If you like what you heard, you can find us at bigpayoffradio.com, on iTunes, on the ACAST app, or wherever you listen to podcasts. And please, please rate and review us. It matters.
Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 